This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat, I'm your host, and right now I am driving somewhere in the west northwest part of Texas. Anyone who's ever driven across the state knows it. it is a very large state and it takes a bit of time to drive across. So feeling a little bit in a lull, but I was thinking a lot while I've been driving. Uh, yesterday I recorded that episode in Florida and today here I am in West Texas recording another episode. Although for those of you listening, it's probably been, I'll probably space them out more than just one day apart when I uh, release them for the show. Anyway, today, one of the things that I often think about um, because I have my own business now is how J.R. John Roger, my spiritual teacher, how he managed all of the business and the work and the organizations that he did and the employees and specifically today in terms of the employees now I don't consider myself a particularly great businessman or anything although my business is doing uh, quite well I just chalk that up to um, well I consider myself a student and so I'm constantly learning and I use it as an opportunity to grow and I'm very grateful uh, for the success that I have had and but whether and there's been plenty of times where a lot of things that I've done with the business have not necessarily been successful in terms of what I have defined or what I was going for Um, however it has been used to my advantage and that's one of the principles that Jared taught me in life was and he and it was one of the principles that he taught so many people which was use everything for your upliftment learning and growth and so I have used uh, even what could be considered failures in my business to learn and grow now when I was in London last I happened across an old friend from um, who's also follows John Roger from Australia, who just happened to be in town taking an insight from, he was in town from Sydney. And so we just briefly spoke a little bit about where we were at in terms of a few different learnings from our businesses, because he has his own business and is quite successful himself. Um, and so I just thought I would touch on the subject, not necessarily because I consider myself uh, a master at business, but I did get to observe for many, many years someone who was very masterful in the way he approached it. And the one thing that I really got with JR was that because he understood how things work, how precipitation, manifestation, um, how those things function, that, that he applied all that in, in, in the 
they weren't businesses, but the organizations, uh, the church, the the university, and and all of the different the peace organization, different organizations he had, is that he would apply those principles. And he and I also had plenty of opportunity uh, to watch people um, in positions who did things that I could learn from about how not to do things. And I would see one of the things with JR is that when he would empower someone, he would give them the power to also make mistakes and to learn from those mistakes. Uh, And at times he would tell me, he would remove himself from a situation if it was going a certain direction. And he would explain to me why he was uh, removing himself and, and how he could see what was coming down the line based on how people were uh, doing certain things. Um, and so that was definitely a little eye into how he demonstrated and showed me how people were doing things. And one of the things that I really respected JR about is how he handled uh employees, people who worked for him, and he really treated them with so much respect and was very straightforward. That was one thing that I really appreciate is that you you knew where you stood and you knew if you were out of alignment uh, with what he was wanting, he would be very clear about what it was he was expecting and, um, and also there's a lot of freedom around him about creating your own job and he definitely told me that actually I came across this recently in a seminar that he um, that JR recorded and let me get the name of that seminar and the name of that seminar was sharings with JR from Living in Grace and I'll actually take an excerpt from that because I think in a lot of ways it, it demonstrates a couple of things about JR and about how he did things. So let me just play that right now. And the signal is very clear that you do this. I've never talked to you about it before because you never asked about that before. But I've known it from the first second I saw you. I just, I saw, I go, there it is. And, and I like you and I think you're a nice person. And I've, you know, I've conveyed that to you. But I also haven't given you much opportunity around me. You've asked for opportunity, I just said, fine, do what you want. Uh, and you saw that as no opportunity. But I saw it as if you really want to, you will set up a way to do those things. Because I don't give anybody anything. I don't give somebody a job and then see if they can do it. They start out working and working and working and working. And pretty soon, their work becomes indispensable. And then it's, it's valued at another rate of compensation called, here's money to help you. I think the best way to secure yourself in any kind of position is to make that position one that nobody else thinks they can do. Another one is to do all the jobs that everybody else can do, maybe not as well as them, but if somebody gets sick, you're there to do it. This is also a well-rounded person who can do anything. They usually have started the organization, come up, done everything on the way up. Now they have others doing those parts around them. That's another good way, too, to be there. As soon as somebody comes up to get your job, you have to have the fear that they're going to take your position or you move up a grade. If you haven't prepared yourself to move up a grade, then you're moved out. Now, when you thought you'd been going to move out, inside of you, you're already turning 
and looking for an alternative or another avenue of expression, even though this one may go on for five or six months or a year longer, you're already moving away. So the person you're working with feels cheated by you. And they really won't say the nicest things about you because they'll say, you know, you just stopped being there. You were, you were there physically, but your energy was someplace else. Well, certainly it's a judgment, but it's a correct one. It's not a negative one. And you'd been further ahead to say, listen, you know, I'm here physically, but I'm just, my mind is wandering to other things. But I'm going to stay here as long as I can. And I think that's about as honest as we can get with anybody. I, in this workshop, this retreat, I think people come in with the idea, I'll stay in there as long as I can. Then there are times in here where you think, God, I can't stay here another minute. I just got to get out of here. And you don't. Then about that time, bang, comes a break, and you go, wow, I can be here another day. And in the morning when they have SEs early, it's like, I'm just too sick to go do anything. You're not sick. You just don't want to do it. <laughs> and she just, it'd be wise to say, I don't want to do it. And then don't do it. But you end up here doing it, which is saying there's a spirit inside of you that's still pulling you towards the direction of your own awakening. Now, in that, I wouldn't even observe compulsive or addictive behavior. I would observe the spiritual form by which I'm growing rather than the physical form by which I'm doing addictive behaviors. And I would keep looking towards that, and I would look inside to find that. Or I'd find someone on the outside that represents that, maybe a Bible character, Jesus or Jeremiah or Isaiah or Moses, or maybe a Buddha, or maybe a, a Satya Sai Baba, or Swami Satchitananda, or somebody, that says, this is sort of like the idea that I'm going so if you lose track in this morass of human beings, you can pick up and still look at that. We do discourses to keep a person reattuning to it because we know that if they don't keep progressing, they're going to fall out. All of us have done that. And that's why we encourage people to go from discourses into soul awareness tapes. People say, oh, you're doing it to make money. If you knew how difficult it was to do these things, you'd go, no, you're not. So I think that that excerpt really, to me, demonstrated a number of things. Number one, Jer was just really straight with the person, and I found this with him, with me often, um, in terms of, look, this is the, the behavior, this is the pattern uh, that doesn't, you know, that isn't working. Um, he also goes on to give the person, and before I, before um, I actually put into the excerpt, he really described the pattern that the person had uh, and if you want to get that you can always just get the whole seminar called sharings with JR from living in grace retreat which is it you can download it at msia.org um, and basically he really described the person's trait and the and what they were doing that wouldn't necessarily work around JR wasn't work really working for the person uh, and then later on in the excerpt that you heard, he gave suggestions about how to solve that. Uh, he, and I found that with Jer often he would tell you, you know, what was, he was just straight with you about what was going on, why it was. There's really no argument. You could argue with him, but there was no point because um, he was really doing you a favor by just being straight up with you in terms of uh, what it was that was you know, the issue or causing 
um, the problem for you or for him, and then also giving you the way out, the way to fix that, to address that, to solve that, um, that issue. And to me, I really, really appreciated that. And, and I find that that's really valuable just to be clean and clear with people um, about your expectations, not in terms of a, a drama, but in terms of, I mean, if you can have that level of awareness of yourself and of those um, who are working for you. Also in that he gives a great example of how to be not only a good employee, but a good leader. And I think they go hand in hand. And, and that is um, to make yourself so valuable by, by finding that job, by doing that job that uh, you do so well that it would be hard to replace you. And then also was a key in there of l preparing yourself to move up to the next level. And if you don't prepare yourself to move up, then you'll probably be moved out. Um, I think that's valuable lesson in any, and even if you are the head or the boss or whatever, or the owner, to prepare yourself to move up in your, in the, in the way you're playing the game and your level of consciousness, um, or also letting go and having others um, more involved. And so all of that to me is, is part of the learning, part of the growth. And if you're focused on that learning and growth, then you're preparing yourself from my experience. Um, and from what, how I see it currently, but as you come from that attitude and that perspective and that attitude of service also, that you're preparing yourself for the next level. If you do the things that are your responsibility to do in a masterful way, the little things, um, then you're preparing yourself for taking on a larger role or, or larger things and learning to master those. Um, the other thing that, and Jair had this conversation with me in the beginning when I started working with him, is that he doesn't give you a job necessarily. He, you create your own job. You create your own job um, by doing things of value, by, by doing, doing the work and finding where you best fit. And I was very young when I started working for JR 17 and there came a point where I wasn't really pulling my weight um, and I'd been around probably a couple of years at that point and you know he really had a good talking to with me a come to Jesus talk um, where it was very important that each person that there's no dead weight in terms of the what you did and that you were contributing to the organization. In other words, he was teaching me that it was important to bring value, bring value into the organization. And often that is in terms of bringing money. Often money is that uh, representation that we have of value that we all agree on in society that, that money is, is a representation of value. And so um, if you're bringing value to the organization, often that contributes to what it's bringing in because obviously 
whether for me I was on vowed poverty or, but I still had expenses that were being taken care of for me, my food and lodging and all of that. And whether you're on, in that kind of situation that I was or the more common situation of being an employee where you're being paid, it's important that you bring preferably more value to the organization than you take. Um, and if you keep that as a goal, and even from a ownership perspective or the perspective from where I come from in my businesses that I would like to give, I strive to give more value than, um, than people pay. And I strive to give uh, value. And it's not always necessarily the value of the item, but it can be other value and how people are treated and those kind of things. Um, and so I think that to me that that was a key lesson. So he had me uh, start doing other jobs within the organization. I started uh, working for the book part of his organization um, that the, pre the Mandeville Press where we handled all of the books that he was writing and, the, and promoting them and the book tours and all that and then moved on to other things as well, aura balances and uh, polarity balances and interfacings and things of that nature, doing the travel staff kind of work that um, still goes on with MSIA. Anyway, so that's something that JR taught me firsthand about, and in this excerpt he definitely discusses that with the other person that when he says you know you can you basically you create your own opportunity that and that's really a key it's a key that Jared definitely talks about in other seminars about wealth and about manifesting wealth is that the difference between those people who are successful not is that the people who are successful will create their opportunity they will see the opportunity uh, that others don't see and will act on that and they, in a sense, create their own opportunity or they either create their own opportunity or they just see it where others don't. And so that's something um, that in that excerpt, he really, and in, his, in how he handled people, employees, and people who worked for him is that he really did allow people to create their own opportunities and to create their own positions and um, and it really worked quite well. And he also, in that, would guide people and be straight with them and, and demonstrate to them how and assist them in how to be better. Oh, there's a train. I don't know if you can hear it. There's a train passing me right now, or I'm passing the train. Um, he demonstrated how to be better uh, for each person. and. I just think that that excerpt just showed so much about his style of working and he did it in the seminar, but that a lot of working with him personally was that kind of, uh, that kind of teaching, that kind of approach where he would, he would just tell you what it was and you had the opportunity to correct the pattern uh, and, or not, and um, learn from that situation. So in my looking at how to work better with people, uh, especially in terms of my own company, 
you know, I, I get a lot of inspiration from JR and then it's my learning to how I can apply that. And uh, often I fumble around a bit and my own learning of how to do that. But I'm so grateful that I've had this great experience um, and great observation of someone who really, to me, was the ideal boss and that ideal co-worker and that person to work for and to work with and that teacher and mentor. And also, I'm so grateful for all those that I, all the people um, that I've gotten to observe in terms of different styles, different styles of uh, leadership, of management, and the things that work and the things that don't work. And I think to me, that's, that's a great key for me. It's been a great key for me is to be open to the learning, be open to the growth within myself and to be open to the, the growth um, that I'm being taught through the experiences in my business and in my work. So I hope that this conversation, this discussion, and telling a little bit about my experiences with JR and also how I'm learning from all those seeds that JR has planted within me over the years uh, that are coming more and more into fruition. Uh, that that is of some assistance to somebody or more than somebody to maybe many of you out there who are listening. So that's the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed that episode and we will see you next time or at least I hope you're listening next time. God bless.